Welcome back to Roommate Confessions. Today we have a very special guest with us, entrepreneur, swimsuit, Sports Illustrated model, and sister of mine, drumroll please, Ella Halikis. Welcome. Thank you so much for that intro. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. She actually is my real sister. I know I'm the prettier one. Sports Illustrated hit me up. Okay, great. Hit her up, please. She needs a model contract immediately. <laughs> immediately. Welcome. Thank you so much, sister and Steve, for having Absolutely. me. So excited to be here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're excited to have you. With all the traveling you do, we're very glad you finally made it here. And I know. more more pleased that you're ready to rock and roll with some stories in terms of some roommate situations. Yeah. I love let's, it. Let's dive in. I know. So um, Ella has been living on her own now for how long? Well, I still have my one roommate, Nikki, so I'm not technically alone. Okay, but, but moving, when did you move out? How oh, long have you lived of like? our house. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I went to college first at Washington State, and then I transferred to University of Hawaii, and so then that was like 2016, 17, and 18. Um, and then in 2019, moved back home, and now I'm living in L.A. Um, in 2020, so kind of bounced around to a few different spots. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just throughout college was, like, had different roommates, and now I have a great roommate, but it took a while to get there. Totally. It usually does. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. We kind of give you, like, an entrepreneurial <laughs> swimsuit model, but, like, tell tell the listeners just a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. I'm 25 years old. Um, living in L.A., I do curve modeling, content creation, confidence coaching, um, all that fun stuff. I have, you know, built an online platform to help a lot of girls with confidence and self-love and just honestly chasing our dreams is kind of what I push for. Um, yeah, it's been a great ride. Moved to LA about two and a half years ago, like during the pandemic, kind of a hard time, Definitely. um, just with big goals and dreams and like was able to make some stuff happen. So living out there and it's been great so far and super rewarding. Um, like you said, I did sports illustrated, which was really fun. Probably my biggest accomplish accomplishment to date, um, but just along the ride, just like learned a ton of life lessons and able to now share that with other people. I love it. Yeah. So proud of you. Sure, you've met some amazing people along the way, been to some crazy events, and yeah, been able to network and meet some amazing people. Yeah, awesome. it's been it's been super fun. Headed to New York Fashion Week, and what is it? Two weeks? Yeah, a few weeks. We'll go to Fashion Week. I had swim week in Miami, which is always a fun time. Last month in July. Um, but kind of want to broaden my horizons and do more fashion. So we'll go there and like network and meet people and go to shows and it'll be fun. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us. We're super excited to have you. Thanks so much. Yeah, that was great. Give us a little bit of tea. So obviously I know your current roommate now. She's <coughs> a doll. Mm-hmm. I adore her. She's amazing. And like you said, it took forever to get there. So yeah. let's not give the listeners, I always say, warm them up. Yeah. Don't not like the off. best, craziest story you've ever experienced with a roommate first. Maybe not best, but worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the juiciest story doesn't <laughs> right. always come first. Like right. something... Early on, there might have been like a red a flag. Precursor, yeah. Yeah, some of the red flags, something stood out, something was awkward yeah. or, or uncomfortable, and then lead into like the craziest story you've ever experienced as, with a roommate. So, how did it start? I think it started, um, let's see, Washington State was solid. No complaints there, really. Oh, really? Yeah, no complaints. Um, Actually, one, one thing I remember you saying about the Washington State experience transitioning into Hawaii, mm-hmm. to all those who are in college out there, you and your girlfriend sat back one day and, and were like, of all the places we can go to college, yeah. what are we doing here in eastern Washington? Yeah. Nothing against freezing. the Cougs. Like, like more power Cougs. to Cougs. Yeah, yeah, more power to you guys. <laughs> However, at one point, you got, your girls were always like, 
was Let's freezing. just go to wasn't Hawaii. It, yeah, wasn't yeah. it like two degrees? And you were like, it was like snowing, freezing, and we were like, so why are we here? Like, <laughs> why are we not on a beach in Hawaii? So we started like YouTubing videos, like University of Hawaii students parties, and then like called mom and dad and like made a whole presentation and was like, we're going to Hawaii. PowerPoint that shit. And all four of you moved. Shit. Um, all three of us. Yeah, it was three of us. Awesome. Yeah, super tight. So Very did you move cool. together and live together in Hawaii? We did at first. Oh. Yeah, we Okay, did. so the first okay. story's on the horizon. First. <laughs> um, no shade, no tea. Um, not going to name drop. drop. Um, yeah, I had a few girls that I were, like, super tight with. And um, I would say what's hard, it's hard to live with anyone, but, like, specifically because everyone does dif- different things like some girl maybe has a boyfriend and then they're doing long distance so then you're kind of dragged into this and like maybe you're on like your single hot girl vibes and like you're trying to go out and have fun like it just like the vibe sometimes throws it off and then you live with three and then two get closer one's left out Always. two are close the other yeah. one's left out and like no matter if your friends oh. or not it's just like hard to all live together because everyone's so different um, wait really quickly steven are threes really difficult for men Kind of. I think there's definitely, it gets clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you're actually reminding me a lot of what my mom said as, as a kid. And she said, it's always good to hang out in pairs. So two, four, six, right? Because mm-hmm. that way there's not one man, one man out. One man out. And yeah. we're talking like literally second, third, fourth, fifth grade. But in like terms of wanting to hang out with friends, she would always be like, no, make sure it's even numbers. And but now, like as a guy. Mm. I mean, yes, somewhat. It's petty. It gets petty with three women. Almost but guys, always. I feel like, aren't like that as much. Not as much. I mean, my buddies were in town for my birthday, and we're, it's just, you know, like a tripod. No, I know. <laughs> but like a not a tripod. But, I mean, without, the, the, without the one leg, it wouldn't be the same. But if our fourth buddy or fifth buddy or sixth buddy was there, yeah. it would maybe change the dynamic. Cause no, two but, like, guys growing up. Hold on. We're getting a, not when they come visit. Growing up. If you had three buddies that you all hung out with, did one feel like left out or were you always trying to accommodate one over the other or did two? Not really. The only time I would think that they actually felt left out is if we were targeting them. Guys can be a little bit yeah, ruthless. Yeah, that's true. Guys are like bullies to each other. They're a little bit ruthless, yeah. whether it's, I don't know, weight or whether it's, you know, a girl, the situation you're dealing with and how yeah. they might have messed something up or someone gets too drunk. There, there are those situations where yeah. you definitely feel like an outlier if you're the fool right. in whatever situation. But I don't think they're as... How do I say this? Wait, but girls are so petty. No, yeah, petty. Petty is the best way of putting it. It's different. It's more like in a guy group, you feel targeted. In a girl girl group, it's more petty. Passive yeah. aggressive. Passive so aggressive. So what you're saying is I should have been a guy. No, literally. <laughs> we're to the point where like you go to a restaurant with three girls, and if it's like two that are sharing the plate and didn't offer to share with the third, I'm like pissed. Like I felt left out. Like as little oh, as like actually, ordering a meal did. at a restaurant. I'm okay. like, that's so rude. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you do. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, Our, girls see, are way more would reach dramatic. Over, the third person would reach over and just take whatever they wanted, Yeah, you know? guys don't give a shit. No. Like, no. I wish I was a dude at times. I know. Like, so much easier. But then it's like, oh, well, you can borrow my clothes. And then the third's like, well, can I? It's like there's always one person that feels yeah. left out. 100%. Yep. Literally. So, so you move in with three. Yeah, and so, like, that was definitely tough. And like I said, there was just, like, different dynamics um, that were involved there. And... Yeah, I, it wasn't bad or messy. So that, that, that there's like no drama there. It just like, we realized like we weren't compatible to live together. And then there was- What some made f- you realize that? Like one had a long distance relationship and like didn't also like Hawaii. So like she was moving back to where she came from. And I, um, I'm trying to be careful how I word things. Um, and then me and the other girl kind of had a falling out. I wasn't like a biggest fan of like her boyfriend. And like, she wasn't the biggest fan of my boyfriend. Oh. And then... Didn't something happen with the trash can? Like the That's tra- about a different roommate. Ooh, oh, yeah, we're not we're there yet. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. Warming up. So that's the first story. So there was not like no really tea there. We just kind of realized like we're not meant to live together and nor are we meant to be really even good friends. I think when you move in with someone, you kind of really see all sides of them. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it was just not a good fit. But that was great. Great experience. Um, after that, I went to, um, oh, I finally found my bestie, Julia. Love her. Um, she was a great roommate. But we always had a three-bedroom because three bedrooms are usually cheaper than two at times. That's like, a good heads up yeah. for all the renters out there. Yeah. You know? So good whenever call. in college, we always wanted to find a third room because you get more room. You get more bed bathrooms sometimes the rooms are bigger and you're paying less because you're dividing it by three. three yeah so we were always trying to find a third roommate which was really hard and we would go on like facebook or like we would try to go on like the group things and like just try to find anywhere we could and it's like you have to literally like speed date but it's like you can't really get to know someone that well through like facebook i feel like when you're just like chatting with them oh, God. so every time it's been like no one's gonna go on there and be like i'm messy or like I like to drink massive amounts of alcohol and will be a f like, you know, and you're like, no one tells you this. So I'm a lightweight. Um, yeah. No, literally. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that was hard because the other girl that we lived with, it took us some time to find a good one, but we had one that just definitely was going through some stuff. Like, I just don't think she was like mentally all there. I think she was like struggling with depression. She, you know, was drinking way too much to the point where it wasn't like necessarily like, normal in a way um like we what would kind of what kind of alcohol like i don't even know what it was but like we would just find her like belligerent but it wasn't like uh. we were out at like a bar or like going out together and like that made me really sad because i could tell she was going through stuff and then that really affects me just like with drugs and alcohol in general with like the way we were raised and having like addiction in my family it's like hard for me to see someone in that state when like it's not i guess like an appropriate like party vibe together so I think like seeing her like struggle like that really like weighed down the vibe of like me and my other girl that I was like tight with Julia I can say her name um and so that kind of threw it off and then so that wasn't a good vibe and like it was just like always an argument of like helping with cleaning dishes and like they're not cleaning or they're just being like messy and like not picking up after themselves and now I'm finding you like passed out of the bathroom like drunk like at oh, night and I'm just like, like yeah somewhat depressed somewhat of a degenerate and just not pulling an addiction and just not pulling the weight and like definitely yeah. going through stuff which like i said makes me sad and has has a soft spot and there's energy behind that like yeah. the energy that they portray and give off totally. is contagious with others well and then like your living space is like your safe space like yeah. if you can't feel comfortable in the place that you live like forget it like and that for me is Such what i realize with roommates that like you want to just feel like comfortable and safe like if you don't feel safe if you feel on eggshells if you don't feel oh, yeah. like comfortable you will never have a good living experience and like you'll never want to be home and no one wants to live like that. Yeah. So I I had that situation. Um and then I we had a different girl come in who like was fine but also not like a good vibe. Like we were looking for like a third girl to like go out with us and like have fun and go to class and ride our mopeds together and go to the beach with us. She just wasn't doing that. She like got married really early with this guy who we had never met and then like would like come home and like cry to us about like the relationship but then they got like married randomly and then like it was just like a third off like what's going on here um so it took us a while to find a good one and then it got pretty bad when we moved into our second our second place which I think was my senior year in Hawaii still um this girl this girl to this day stalks my page all the time so she might hi sis if you're listening no tea no shade but actually tea um she was just I don't know what it was like she didn't want to help with anything she was also a little bit younger than us oh, but yeah this this last one was just like not it like she just would not carry her weight like at all I had come and like her bathroom was just disgusting like everywhere in the sink it's almost embarrassing when it's like a 
a bathroom that I'm like having people come in. Hey guys, use the bathroom in the hallway. And it's like disgusting. Like literally would not clean the sink at all. Like covered in like, I don't even know what, like dirt and grimy makeup everywhere. And like her clothes were all over the ground. And then she would leave like mass amounts of like laundry on the couch for a long time. And it's like, pick up your clothes. At least put your clothes all over your bed, oh like God. in your room. That's what I was going to say is common space is way different than your own private yeah. closed yeah. off area. You know, like just put it in your room and keep your mess in your room. But when you bring it to the family room, like when we're trying to eat dinner, like no. And then it was always like ugh, roommates can be so stingy with like, oh, like you owe me 55 cents for this paper towel roll. I'm like, bro, you get paper towels this time. I get it the second time. And if you want to be nitpicky, we'll literally put everything on one card and I'll just like Venmo request at the end of the month or something like that. Like, let's keep it clean. But the whole like. Oh, like you owe me like I, I went to Walgreens today and got this. You owe me like I'm like, bro, if you're going to penny pinch me like I don't even want it. That also brings like such a weird dynamic to roommates is like the financial part of it mm-hmm. of like, well, I paid for this. And then it's like, are we really going to be tit-, tit for tat? Because if so, then we'll go down to the fucking set and then it's just going to be real awkward. And now we're not friends because now it's like, you know. Oh, yeah. So and I feel like the younger you are, the mm-hmm. more that happens. Mm-hmm. Like the less established you are, the older we've gotten with roommates, like that happens less. When we were younger, it was like it's, it's it's 402, not four. It's 402. Like I'm talking and two fucking cents. Right. Part like, of that it comes. T- I mean, this is assumption, but part of it comes down to they maturity. think that's the more the more mature route to go. Like and it's stability. official. It's official, and we're doing it the right way, and it's precise. And really, right. like you said, it's just. Tedious. And 50 bucks when you're 19, 20, 21, 22 is a lot different than when you're 28. Right. And like at that point, she wasn't working. She was an athlete. We're like me Uh, and my um, friend Julia were working at a restaurant. So we were making like more money and like whatever. But yeah, I mean, she just she was penny pinching us. It was just like it always felt like it was just me and Julia rocking and always this third person who was just like, ugh, like you guys were the problem. No, F off. Julia, if you're listening, I love you. Um, no, that was not the case. She just was not a good co-existing roommate. Yeah. Um, and then it would just get, like, petty over nothing. Like, it'd be like, hey, another thing people don't talk about. No one wants to be someone's mom or dad. Like, especially when we're younger like this. Like, the older you get, the more, like, you have, like, the balls to be like, hey, I actually took out the trash this time. Let's, like, switch off. When you're younger, like, you don't really want to, like, boss people or around. It's passive aggressive. Who am I to tell you as a grown 21 year old do this like you know like we're not like living with our parents anymore so it's super hard to set up like an organized like I do this chore you do that I do it this week you do it like that I'm always organized and like always wanted to have like something on like the refrigerator where like we have different days where we take out the trash or like I kind of wanted to do that but then I also thought maybe that was like micromanaging or like a little bit like okay relax so it's really hard to navigate how to give these like duties and chores to roommates coexist and coexist together in a living space that you share so like yeah I'm more of a clean roommate like I'm not a perfect roommate at all and I know that I'm not going to claim I am but I'm definitely super clean so every time I lived with someone I've always felt like I have a clean standard that like they can't reach my expectation with that which is fine I'll just do more of the cleaning but then it comes to the point where like bitch you know I'm going to clean it so now you just leave shit around because you know I'm going to do it because I can't stand to live in filth. Right. So, okay, so you're giving us, like, the crumbs. So something's happened over the course of these last five years. Well, I mean, yeah, so this girl this girl, um, was just, like, for example, I was like, hey, like, can you take out the trash? Like, we've been really, ta- like, taking out a lot. Um, and if you can just help out more. And she's like, I mean, I, like, barely even put trash in it. 
I'm like, it's a trash can, bro. Like, we all use the trash can. Uh, this is the infamous trash can. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, well, like, I don't put trash in that. So, like, why should I take out the trash when, like, ma- like majority of that trash in there is not mine? That's petty. I'm like, you live in the same place, in the same kitchen, just because maybe you eat out more. Like, you're still throwing away trash wrappers or Gatorade bottles. Like, you're going to and from practice with snacks. Like, bitch, you use the trash can. Um, That was just, like, out of pocket for me. And that's when I was like, all right, so we have, like, this petty girl on our case. Like, now it's just not going to be pleasant. Every day was walking on eggshells. And then it, like, at one point, like, got, like, into an altercation. Like, I've never gotten to, like, a yelling argument ever with, like, a lot of people, especially a roommate. I've always been pretty chill. And I forget how it started, but I think it was, like, in a text thread. And I was just like, hey, like, if you can help with this or, like, hey, if you can whatever. And she was like, um... Honestly, like, what'd she say? She was, like, threatening to fight me. Like, she was, like. Oh, that's right. She was, like, honestly, like, come, like, catch me outside. And I was, like, what? And she's, like, honestly, if you want to talk about this, like, I'll be home in five minutes. Like, bet. Like, literally bet. Like, come see me. (laughs) I was, like, no. Bet. Over the trash can. Um, no, over just like duties, over just like just doing stuff and tasks around the house. And like, hey, like saw your clothes were on, like whatever. And she's like, honestly, like, no, nah, like I'm good. Like you can say this to my face. Like funny how you can't say it to my face. Like catch me outside. And I was like, catch me outside. Like I can't. What are you, bad baby from Dr. Phil? Like, yeah, and this was pre bad baby days. No, it was like at the same time. So I was like, this is comical. Oh, it like was? it was oh, like, that's, great. that's even more ironic. It was at the same time she dropped it. And so I was just like, oh, so now you're going to fight me. And I remember calling dad and like, you know me, I can't fight for shit. Like, I'm a little, I can't deny, like, I'm strong, but I'd be really scared to fight someone. So I was like, dad, I really think like she's going to try to fight me. Can you fly to Hawaii? No, I was like, please help me. And so like when I got home, we like literally got there and I was like, well, this should be interesting. And like, of course, all fucking talk, no action. Like she like saw me and like, And, like, flipped her hair and, like, skirted off on her moped to go to, like, a teammate's. And I was like, you didn't even do anything. Like, I wasn't going to fight you, but, like, you talk such a big talk. And it's, like, it got to a point where it was like that. Where it was, like, altercation, saying, catch me outside, like, come fight me. And I was like, bro, over just fucking cleaning your room, like, cleaning the living room. Picking up after yourself. Picking up after yourself. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. And she, like, blocked me, like, off all social media, like, her family, like, I think used to follow me and, like, love what I was, like, doing back in the day. And then, like, all unfollowed me. Like, she blocked me. And it got, like, so petty. Over, so how like, did nothing. did she end up moving out? Um, At that point, it was, like, towards the end of our lease. Oh. And we were, like, absolutely never again. And I was, like, I probably will never speak to this girl again. And we literally haven't. And yeah. I still see her stalking my stories to this day. Oh, and she's the one that's stalking your stories mm. to this day. Yeah. Because <laughs> she wants to catch you outside. She wants she like, wants to literally be outside of the club and pull up on me. Yeah. I still think she's in Hawaii. I don't really know what she's doing. But there's been, like, some, some shitty roommates. And then I went to L.A. And thank God it's been a lot better. And I maybe it's because of the experience. Like, you start to learn how to deal with all these different personalities. And also, like, what you want to tolerate and what you don't. Um, and now I live with this great girl, Nikki, who's a great girl that like we've known since we were really young family oh, yeah, friend. Um, but it's just hard living with people. Did you girls go to camp with her? Um, um she went one year actually. Did she? Yeah. But she's just like grew up with like all like the Greek families with us, like our um, She's just like she's always God traveling, she's clean, like she's a great roommate, she's a great girl in general. Yeah, and you're at a point now where like you can communicate. Like 
hey, I feel like I've been cleaning more. Like, hey, can you help with this? And, like, she's like, yeah. Or, like, vice versa. If she's like, hey, like, I get a lot of boxes sent to me. Sometimes I don't take the boxes out, like, the recycling. She's like, hey, like, can you, like, take out the boxes more? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, we just have that open communication. Whereas, like, if you are going to be petty and cannot have that communication and now you want to fight me over it, like, this will never work. Like, I'll never be at peace living at home. Yeah. You know? 100%. Well, um, wait, so have you guys had anyone, like, literally fight over, like, a simple task of, like, can you take out the trash or wash the dishes? Like, what has been the biggest, like, freak out for you guys? Well, it's usually me freaking out. Stealing. I think the biggest freak outs we've ever had is people stealing from either us or another roommate. Yeah. We've had it at two separate separate houses, two of which you know two of them. Yep. Yeah. uh, With that in mind, we... (laughs) we, I don't want to... Yeah, we had something that we valued in the garage, and... When they took off, it was in the middle of the day when we were at work. No. And. It was probably like $10,000 worth of stuff. We'll just say, put it like that. Yeah. They took like $10,000. And they were moving out? Um, no, they just stole it. No, they moved out randomly without, without announcement in the middle of the day. And they just happened to take this with them. The place that they brought it to, the guy called us and was like, hey, he knew Alexis. Hey, I don't know why they brought this over here, but, um, I don't want anything to fucking do with it. It's like one of our friend's dad's. So, like, they, he called and was like, what is this shit? Like, get all this crap out of my house. And, like, it was just a bunch of stuff. And it was literally $10,000 worth of stuff. And they just, like, because um, they wanted to break their lease, I think, and we were holding them accountable to, like, finish paying. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. It's such stupid shit. But I don't know if we've had anybody. The lease was coming to an end, and there was going to be, you know, the down payment to be able to get out. You don't get your deposit back oftentimes. So that I didn't go well. And then they scooted out when we were all at work. Uh, other than that, um, one, of your, one of your to girlfriends think. took off, and didn't she take jewelry or something from you, or money, money. Out, of, money out of the drawer? Money. Um, mm. um, I'm just trying to think. No, but, like, not fighting like wise. fight over, like, like, over just simple tasks? Or did you guys, how did you, like, navigate that? Did you guys have chores, li- like, chore lists? Were you organized with it, or was it kind of free-for-all? So, in our first place, it was an absolute shit show free-for-all. Like, it was just a disaster of a place. It was so bad. I mean shit show the thing that i'll elaborate on that is if the situation you had mentioned before if your former roommate knew that you're going to do it because you can't stand to live in that sort of environment then there's a dependency that they create for you to do it and there's an enabling that you create by doing it for them them. so in certain environments like our first roommate situation we yeah there was we would clean up and they would go oh well screw it especially the one in particular because she's gonna do it he's gonna do it they know you're gonna do it so she would like i mean we would talk smoke cigarettes cigarettes inside yeah cigarettes inside on the porch like we're talking we also had a dog yeah we also had a dog at the time so they they thought because yeah he's a good boy we also yeah because the dog there's a little bit of shedding and because that the most of the the gunk from that's on the the carpet comes from the dog we should be the ones most responsible for being able to, you know, do the vacuuming. So, mm-hmm. like, we would vacuum and we would take care of it and stuff, but, like, they wouldn't touch it. Mm. Like, it was stuff like that. Like, they just, like, would not touch anything. So, one thing that I've always found with roommates is it's, like, super petty around, like, no, that's your dish. No, that's your dog. Your that's fork. Your yeah. fork. That's yeah. your cup. That's your... It yeah. just was... It's always, like... It gets really difficult to live in that environment when it's like you're saying, like literally super tip for tat. Ni- tip for tat. Mm-hmm. Well, I took out the trash can last. I'm like, okay, well, okay, like, but here's there's been pizza boxes sitting here for like in our first place. Like, there would be pizza boxes, and because one Ew. of our girlfriends worked at Pete's Coffee, mm-hmm. which is similar to for those that are listening to like a Starbucks, and she would get all the closing 
food. Oh, right, yeah. All, all the, the cookies, cakes, everything. Pastries, pastries all that. Yeah. exactly, yeah. of the shit. Tons of it. Tons <laughs> of it. And we would sit up and light God up and metabolism play a, like, play freaking Mario Kart. Oh, my God. And just, like, total, like, just chill. And, like, no joke, it would be, like, boxes and boxes of pizzas, dominoes, cookies, Stop. cakes. I mean, for weeks, and, and, like, nobody would touch it. So it's, like who's responsible for that, right? So yeah. then one of us are, like, the cleaner one, so, like, we'll take it out. Or another girl that we did live with um, at the time who had moved in for the other girl who had moved out would clean she it up. She was pretty cool but about it, But yeah. we had one roommate who we love her to death because of who she is, but, like, just... The way that the room looked was the exact way as her car. I mean, I think you can tell with people right. in, the, in the way that they care for certain Keep things. Their cars. Yes. Yeah, the way that they yeah. perform in one area of their life is going to be re- reciprocated in other areas of their life. Yeah. Whether it be fitness, whether yeah. it be family, whether it be religion, whether it be work. That's how they show up everywhere. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, as messy as she was in the apartment, her car was the exact same way. It was right. a disaster. So, yeah. No. And, and to the point you you mentioned earlier, the exact question is have there been like fistfights? I would think that most of so. the times men would deal with aggression through physical altercations Mm -hmm. women tend to do it with like words and you know maybe being vindictive or yeah starting rumors right creating drama there's different ways of being aggressive and fighting over certain things totally yeah i don't think we've ever gotten in a fist fight i don't think we've ever been a part of i don't remember a fist fight or something like came at you no one came at you no one time though i did kick in liz's window that's because you got locked out did you get locked out or you were mad oh i was hammered and I just wanted to get inside. Oh, oh okay. She kicked a hole in the window. Uh, that's like sounds like a great idea. So you were the best roommate ever. It sounds like. So it sounds like I was the problem. Sounds like you were the problem. <laughs> Still are. There is definitely. Still some, are. I was gonna say. I think outside of just you and I being the ones to fight. No, everybody else was just totally casual. Yeah, and literally. Live with your husband. No. So moving forward, what characteristics now are most important to you when looking for a roommate? I would definitely try to, like, scope that person out, like, thoroughly. Like, I would do, like, extensive research and, like, you know, Chilo has, like, a great review, research. Like, you can figure out more about a roommate. Back then when we were looking for roommates, we didn't have that accessible. So I would definitely do more research. I would ask around their friends. I would see what they do in their fun time. Like, are you a quiet girl? Do you actually go to bed early? Do you go to bed late? Like, I actually need to know because, like, if your lifestyle does not align, like, genuinely speaking I would ask the hard uncomfortable questions like and I would probably meet them at like a coffee shop and then like maybe go to like the beach or like somewhere close by and like let's like make like kind of like a date out of it almost in a way Mm -hmm. to like really scope out the person like it's not a phone call thing and it's not a Facebook messenger thing and it's not a Craigslist thing like you got to know the fucking person you're living with yeah and I would ask the very uncomfortable questions like oh genuinely sweet like do you smoke weed like it's totally fine if you do I just want to know Boom, because if that's a red flag for you and, like, you never do it, great. And if you always do it, then you need someone that does. Like, you just kind of need to think and, like, think outside the box and ask, like, the more uncomfortable yeah. questions to see like if it's said, compatible. Also, yeah. like, are you a night owl or are you an early bird? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so if you go to bed early not? Yeah. And, and I party and yeah, I come home late, like, this will never work. Like, could you imagine if you ended up, let's just say, at 19 and one of your roommates, without you knowing, was an absolute lover of snakes? No. Oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, one Friday, demonic hellhole. One (laughs) Friday, they show up and they got this cage because they went to Petco. Yeah, like my college, like one of the college. Yeah, or a tarantula. I'm nothing, nothing wrong with those animals, 
Some people cannot live in that sort no, of environment. No, absolutely not. What if it gets out like it did in college? No, disgusting. So gross. Right. So, so you're I, right. That's a good heads up is get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Thoroughly. And, and Ella brought up a great point, and it leads us to talk about our sponsors, Chillo. Yeah. Chillo is the roommate app to help you find a roommate you don't want to kill and obviously find somebody that is compatible for you to live with. So, and obviously a place to live as well. So, mm-hmm. if you're looking for somebody, what we love about Chillo is it talks about are you a foodie, nature lover, pets? Right. Do you want them? Do you not? Do you stay up late? Do you go to bed early? Right. And what we both loved about Chillo, I think the most, and what we wish we had. Um, this when we were growing up is the endorsement side. So your former roommates, you can ask for endorsements so that they can share like, hey, like in a LinkedIn fashion almost, like, hey, this person, like Nikki, for instance, your current roommate, right? Like you would endorse her for being if, clean. Yeah, if right. Nikki's going to move to New York in two years, yeah. when she gets there, she might not know anybody. Right. But you can give her the endorsement and then the next roommate that she lives with, lives with can see confidence. what Nikki's former roommate, Ella, has to say about her. Right, right. that experience. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the endorsement side of it is so cool, and it's really that credibility. It's not really being forced to focus on the Craigslist or message some random person that has a, a random XYZ, do, what is it, dot exclamation point at Craigslist, and you're like, who am I even talking to? No right? way, like, scammer. Oh, the hide it's your like, email? Yeah, that they hide oh, your email. Yeah. It's like you can't even see if this person is who they say they are, no. let alone like what a previous roommate said. Like it's 2022. It's like, yeah, it's time, <laughs> it's time to, for that. it is time <laughs> to Speaking evolve. Speaking of nothing bad about Craigslist, one piece of information that I found scary is every day on the housing department alone in Craigslist, there's 75,000 posts a day in the housing division, right, of wow. Craigslist. Mm-hmm. 25% of them are fake. Completely oh, yeah. fraud. Are completely fraudulent. And that's something that we looked up a while ago. I wouldn't be surprised if that's even higher today. Yeah. And that 75000 is a lot lower and that the scams are even higher. Oh, especially nowadays. Like, it's sketchy out there. It's <laughs> Stay well, peeps. Stay, stay well, well, peeps. Stay out the streets. <laughs> yeah. And so we love Chillo. We love partnering with them because we really believe in it. And we know that it's helping individuals find credible roommates mm-hmm. and places to live. Yeah. So it's awesome. We love it. Thank you. Love that. Go check out Chillo if you're looking for a roommate or a place to live. Okay, so today on Roommate Confessions, we have a roommate horror story from James Net Netsis. Why would you say that? Nets Nets Nets. Yeah. On Neats Neats on TikTok that we are going to share. To graduate, I had committed to a school in downtown New York City. You guys aren't ready. And I got a random message from this guy saying that he was looking for a roommate. I gathered as much as I could. How much fucking research can you do on someone? At the time, if you went to college, you know, like, you stalk their Facebook, Instagram, ah. Twitter, whatever they have. Just talking about this. Try and get their Snapchat to make sure that they're real, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he seemed normal, and I agreed to it. Uh, there really weren't any red flags. <laughs> and I get there. I'm so excited. I have all my stuff. I'm in the elevator. We go up. I only know my room number. I don't really know if, like, what the room assignments were and how it worked. Um, and I open the door. I'm the first one to get there. And I'm just so excited. And there are four beds. They assigned me to a room with three other males. Um, I was 
actually so annoyed that when I got there, since I'm extremely dramatic, I literally put in my headphones and was unpacking to... Yeah, I keep telling myself in my head, new beginnings, stay positive, like, this doesn't really mean anything. I wanted to grab the bleach and drink it, but I decided maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> so I wanted to give it a chance. And, like, to be honest, when I roomed with them, like, I liked... Well... I meet the three roommates, and they show up. They have, like, a reasonable amount of stuff. They, they have everything that they need. Um... And my side of the dorm. Shows, shows photo. Oh. Looks really nice. We're a couple Clean. weeks into school, and it's a Friday night. One of my roommates decided to go home. The other one was like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with a group of friends, a different group of friends. And then the other one was like, I'm going to go to a bar. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll stay home. I'm going to like do my work, take the night in. So I'm sitting at my desk. I'm peacefully doing my math homework. And I hear banging on the door. <sighs> it was two men in suits. They ask me my name. Then they confirm everyone else's name that lives in the room. Yeah, it was the FBI. Like for part two. What? Oh my god. So like they were there to get one of the roommates. They were there to get one of the roommates. Do we want to hear part two? For sure. Like the tea is hot. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, that's wild. You have it? You have to like scroll on his page. Probably. Some of his captions were pretty funny. Okay, so hold on, ready? And you have to say what, like, when there's long pauses, what we're looking at. Okay. And they stream this on the actual visual one. Right now it's... Yeah, so the FBI literally barges in, like, tells me to go stand in the corner. Literally, one of the agents told me to stand in a corner. What? How about you stand in a fucking corner? <laughs> I knew that this had nothing to do with me. I had nothing to hide. Like, but the FBI decided to literally come in and rip apart our room. When I tell you rip apart our room... He's in a dorm. I literally mean... As he fabricates ripping apart a bedroom. Turns the laundry upside down. <laughs> He's just... Oh! Clueless. I have no clue what's going on. Like, I genuinely don't know why they're there. They're looking for something specific. And I knew they were because I could just tell from, like... Their language, I mean, my whole room was literally upside down. Jesus. Like, it was completely destroyed, and they just left it that way. But my school security, standing there doing nothing, um, I asked them, I was like, uh, hi, you want to tell me what's going on? And they said that they were looking for drug trafficking activity. Oh, shit. Looking for evidence of drug trafficking sourced from my room. Jesus. My, did you guys see in the first video what my side of the room looked like? <laughs> so me, drug trafficking. Like lights. Like almost like a 13-year-old I literally looked at him and I was like, unfortunately, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you're going to have to turn around and go. And they said, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't think it's you. We have our suspicion. And that's why we're searching the room. 
She's like, okay, before you go and fucking tear up my homework, let me call <laughs> someone first. So I call one of my roommates, and he said, I say, hi, what's going on? Why is the FBI here? He has no clue. He goes, you can look through all my stuff. I give you permission. I have nothing to hide as well. What? Rip it up. Okay, we do. We find nothing. The other one, this kid's a fucking angel. This, I mean, he has no dirt on his hands. It wouldn't be him at all. And then the third one. A good old third. We pull out a treasure chest from under his bed. No. It was uh, cocaine, <gasps> cartridges, weed, and other illegal substances wrapped in stacks of money. Oh. My God. Wow. That That's gnarly. End. What? Oh, my God. That's that almost up there with the Skittles story. I know. Oh, my God. Whoa. Wow. That, I couldn't even like imagine what being in that situation. Because you're in college at that point. So go back to college. Go back to Washington or Hawaii. No, go back to Washington because that's the only time you ever lived in a dorm, right? No, I lived in a dorm in Hawaii, too. My fr- Oh, my that's right. Year. I visited you. Hello. And they bu- the FBI bust down the door. And I'm you like, have don't to look at me. All through all, yeah, but you of all people too would be fucking. Oh, dude, I'd be like crying hysterical. probably. Yeah, that's like really scary because then it's also like you almost feel like invaded in your personal space. Big time. No sense of privacy. Or now guilty by association. Like what yeah. I'd be thinking. Like, are these FBI agents going to think that I'm part of this? Well, not only that. Like you already are scared that you're going to get in trouble. But now, like, oh, so I don't even know who my roommate, who I'm living with, is. Like, I don't even know who yeah, you are. That's, that's even scarier. Very uncomfortable. Like, you live with this person next to them in your share room, and then they get raided by the FBI. I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Right. I think that's pretty high up there in worst roommate stories we've heard. That's so scary. I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, I need to move out immediately. <laughs> I would be terrified. Like, yeah, I like think that's what? even worse than Skittles. There was a previous gentleman on here that lived next to a drug king pimp in washington who like ran him out essentially and threatened him with a baseball threatened bat, him with a baseball came bat. In, through the th- in through the doorway no. smashed the doorway yeah. frame his neighbor he ran out the back no. sliding door and looking he was for his smashing roommate. his tv on the way just coming through the apartment looking for his roommate looking no for his roommate yes. who took off with one of the sluts with one of the hosts with one of the hosts not the hose not yeah. the hose Bring her oh, back. And he bring was like, that bring her back. her back. Literally, and That's yeah. so scary. Where's your roommate? Took off and with so-and-so. Chase him through the house. And, like, he got, like, ran out of there. But um, That's up there. And then ended up living. His second roommate ended up being a murderer. Um, literally. Yeah, yeah literally. So, like, that takes the cake. That takes the drawing the cake. that he found, was that, he, that he saw on the TV as, like, missing person, we need to find this man, because was an exact replica child. drawing of what his roommate looked like. After moving out of the place where Skittles, the drug lord, was chasing after him. He moved in, uh, like, on an accidental Craigslist. How find them? <laughs> Craigslist. He ended up moving in, and then one of the other guys was a uh, colleague's friend. Jesus. He was sitting there eating Crazy. pizza, and a breaking news story showed up on the like, TV oh, screen. <laughs> and it was, like, two, a mom and a dad hacked up, and the children are missing, and they said, this is what the man looks like, and it was his roommate. Okay. He never, he Crazy. left his clothes and everything. He never went back. He He's from away. Boise. That's scary. Went to Washington, the Seattle area, and was eating pizza, 
dropped the pizza when he saw this guy's drawing on the TV. Oh, and yeah. And got in his car and went right back home. Left everything. Left. Didn't say a word to his parents or anything. He's just like, I'm back. I'm not living up there no more. No way. Nope. He left his clothes. He left everything. He never went back to the apartment again. He fucking panicked. Whoa. Because if, if he was seen with him, maybe yeah, too. Or just, it's a, he's like living with a murderer. Right. Crazy. And so, crazy shit. So but that's got, a like, bit out there too. Like FBI, dorm room. I mean, that's like up drug there Drug trafficking. Yeah. Well, then the money whole thing wrapped. with three, three beds. Like he didn't know that he was having more roommates than one. Yeah, he thought he was just having one and then they paired him in a four bed. A four bedroom. Like that would be awful in and of itself. That could have ended right there. And I oh, would've I would have been like, like, I'm out. Like, could you imagine, like, you think you're getting, like, this manual paired up by a school administrative person that doesn't give a shit, so they're manually pairing you with, like, That'd these be two such people an say yeah. they stay up late, so right. they're living right. together now. And then you have, like, quadruple the amount of roommates. The quadruple, and then end up, one of them I mean, ends people, up being raided by the FBI. Yeah, people are pretty adaptable, but when you're thrown a curveball like that, it would take a lot of adjustment to yeah. think you're going to have one roommate and then have three. Yeah. That alone. All in the same room. I'm out. Oh my god! Because dorms are like you're in the same room. You're literally sleeping on top of each other. At literally, that point. it's as big as this. It's room, as yeah. big as this room. Yeah. Like literally, the beds are. You're like, no, sign me. And then they get raided, and you're like, what the fuck? The drugs are wrapped in money. Like I just can't. That's I crazy. Think, That's wild. So like of all of the stories, I mean, obviously you've Pike made it out pretty sc- scotch free, but you had some really good feedback on like what to avoid, what to look for, yeah. and quite frankly, I mean. There were some stories in there for sure. You had some experiences, but this is like whole new level. I don't know. Like, would you rather deal with Skittles as the neighbor because the roommate, right, that ran off with the hoe, mm-hmm. so you get put in the position of the middle our, of it. Our situation where the roommates steal from you. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there, you end up looking on the screen and there's a the roommate ends up being a murder. I have to choose one of the three. Or, or your situation. Oh no. Or the one we just heard. You get raided by the FBI. But you got to have her own situation in there. Would you rather have what you've experienced or whatever anybody else? Well, no experience? shit. She would rather experience I'd that. I'd rather have mine and catch me outside every day. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting no FBI or Skittles. I'll but, fight. Okay. So of all the ones outside of your scenario, um, what would I rather have? Mm-hmm. Is there a none of the above option? No, there is a not a none of the above option. Oh Lord. All right. Multiple choice. Let's bring it back. Um, I would have to go with. I would have. Mm, I would say not the Skittles because I would not be able like that's like dangerous. Like if yeah. someone wants to like sell drugs, yeah, that can be dangerous. But yeah. like the whole pimp and then after the girl and then like now you're in the middle of it yeah. and like there's a guy with a bat. That's unsafe. The murder's massively unsafe. I think I would go with the raid of the FBI. I think I would too. Because I wouldn't be as threatened. I'd be more of just like, yo, you're a trap lord and you didn't tell me. Like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like, can we split the proceeds at least? Yeah, like, I'll wrap some you stuff. hosting the parties? Yeah. No, literally. But that can get dangerous, too. If you don't pay someone Absolutely. on time, they'll show up at your door with a gun, probably. So. Yeah, or chopping off fingers. Yeah, like, <laughs> drugs aren't safe either. But I just would rather have that. Of the three. Of the three. Like a, like, yeah, yeah, I would say so. What about you? Yeah, I'd choose that one, yeah. Yeah, you would. Oh, we're all in consensus here. Wow, literally. The first thing we've all three agreed on. Literally. <laughs> mark it down, history. And mark it down. <laughs> History in Break. the making. <laughs> awesome. Okay, She's like, perfect. what's her username? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That rounds us out on our Roommate Confessions podcast today. If you have any of your own roommate horror stories and you want a chance to be featured on the podcast, reach out to us on our podcast line at 650 650- 
271-9641. And don't forget to follow us at Roommate Confessions Podcast on Instagram and soon to be TikTok. And of course, our sponsors, Chillo, if you're looking for that credible, safe, and reliable roommate that you want to know who you're getting into your living situation with, download the Chillo app on Android or iOS today and make sure to follow them at Chillo app on Instagram and TikTok. And of course... We got a round out, out here. We got to round us out here for Miss Ella. Thank yes. you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So much fun to spill a little bit of tea and hear a little bit more tea. I love it. I love it. Where can our followers follow you at? Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ella Halikas. And come follow me. I love it. Ella, E-L-L-A, Halikas, H-A-L-I-K-A-S. It's almost like we're related. It's almost like we're related. Weird. Love it. Thank you for being here. Love you guys. Bye. Me too. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Cool. Um. <laughs>